Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We balanced it back and forth between all the sports going on. Heavier lean toward football than anything else, and we're going to continue to do so there. We are lucky enough to get Omar Kelly, NFL columnist for the Florida Sun Sentinel, to jump on talk NFL with us. Omar, Jody Mack here. How you doing, bud? I'm good. How are you, Jody? Good. Appreciate uh, greatly your hopping on the show. Know you're uh, based out of Miami, so I'm going to throw you a couple Dolphin questions, then jump around the league with you. Uh, Tua Tungabaloa has not only played, he's played well, and he's played a pretty good amount as compared to mm. other starting quarterbacks around the league, some of which yeah. have not seen snap one yet this preseason. Tua's played plenty uh, by design. That's the way that the coaching staff wanted it, that they oh. knew he, he needed to go out and prove some things. Why has Tua played as much as he has? This is a new offense. He's still a young quarterback. He's still gaining comfort with his weaponry. Um, you know, he, he, and he needs the reps, even though he had a six and four record last year as a starter. Um, this isn't a quarterback that, that's seen everything that's going to be thrown at him. Now, would I be surprised if he skipped out and, and didn't play in the final preseason game or, or played very limited snaps in the final preseason game? I wouldn't because we've seen what we need to see. But he was the young quarterback that needs t- developmental time. So that's why he's played as much as he has in the, in the preseason. We agree. I think he's achieved what he's needed to achieve. Wouldn't be surprised if he actually took the last game off. And I'm perfectly fine with that. I need your take because I've had, oh, shoot, since last year. And even in season last year, at the end of the year, I tried to get some Miami guys on. And no one would definitively say for me, if you can, please do. If you can't, don't, because I don't know if it can be definitively defined because all the other guys I tried to get it out of couldn't come up with it. Tua Tungabaloa, uh, I watched him play at Alabama. I thought he was going to be a superstar coming into the league. No, he had the injury. You can tell me how much the injury affected his play last year. But I could not believe how many short-range, dump-off, check-down passes Tua Tungabaloa threw last year. Because I watched him just pick apart defenses, throw the ball downfield for Alabama. All right, yeah, they were better than everybody else. Uh, But still, he showed the capability of doing that. And last year it was... 
three yards at a time through the air, no less. And I debated with Dolphin fans as to whether it was more the Dolphins didn't want to take the, the reins off him. They wanted to keep it as simple and as easy as possible. Or Tua was afraid to throw it downfield, and he always took the easy route out. Which of those two was more prevalent last year? Who was he going to throw it to downfield last year, especially at the end of the season when most of his receivers and weaponry was hurt? Well, Fitzpatrick did. Uh, oh, yeah, Fitzpatrick did, but Fitzpatrick is a – Grizzled, wily veteran who, and I argue with this, I argue this to people. There are three quarterbacks that I can name right now who can read a defense better than Fitzpatrick uh, in the NFL. Their names are Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Russell Wilson. Name me another one in terms of guys in the league right now who could read a defense better than Ryan Fitzpatrick. They, those don't exist. Is two on that level? No. Did Tua have the mastery of Chan Gailey's offense, which which Ryan Fitzpatrick has spent six years as a starter in? No. Um, so people expecting it to to look like Ryan Fitzpatrick, who is now hired by a playoff team to be the starting quarterback, that's unrealistic. Now, does that mean that he won't be better than Ryan Fitzpatrick? It doesn't. He needs time, experience, um, comfort level, weaponry. Uh, an offensive line to get to be the player that you saw at Alabama. And keep in mind, when he was at Alabama, he played with four first-round picks at wide Very receiver. True. Tell me, tell me the NFL team that allows you to play with four first-round picks at wide receiver. There is none. So, um, you know, we what Tua has is he's got elite accuracy. He's got dynamic anticipation um, in terms of being able to read the field and throw the balls and placements that that only the receiver can catch it. He's got sensational pocket presence. Those are all things he put on display at Alabama. They're all things we've seen in training camp. They're all things we've seen in in the preseason so far. Um, What what he needs is time. And unfortunately, in this microwave generation, this microwave age, people won't give him time to start and, and to gain experience and to sort of learn to read defenses. Like, he was 6-4 and four as a rookie starter last year, and people are going to poo-poo that because, you know, oh, he got benched a couple of times for Ryan Fitzpatrick who tried to save the day. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with Tua outside of, you know, durability concerns. He'll be fine. What he needs is time. And he's gotten a good amount of time under center so far this uh, spring, which I think was uh, a smart move by the uh, coaching staff to get him up to speed and get him that much more acclimated. Um, he had some talent last year, and he's got some talent at the wideout again this year. I saw Jalen Waddle take a uh, power sweep last night, and that should be a fun play for him. But how have Devontae Parker and Will Fuller looked, the guys that are also going to be out there on the receiving end from two his throw? Will, F- Will Fuller's practice one time, all, all training camp. Uh, Devontae Parker's probably participated – and three practices, all on a limited basis. Those are injury-prone guys who are basically taking it easy and being brought back slowly because of whatever their medical concerns are. Um, I would be surprised if they practiced this week. I think those are two players, especially with Fuller being suspended for the first first game. Um, it, it's really going to be a situation where, you know, when we, we've got 21 days as of today between uh, the, the regular season opener. Um, and, and those guys are probably going to be brought along 
probably uh, two weeks before the regular season opener. But I think he's got a ton of weapons. Albert Wilson was a top standout producer first week of camp. He's got Jalen Waddle. Um, you know, he, Preston Williams came back from an injury off, coming off PUP this week. Um, it's just a matter of, of time and developing chemistry. But uh, Tua has made it work with what he had during the preseason, and I expect him to do it during the season. Xavier Howard, who just landed at number 17 on the NFL's top 100 list off the phenomenal year he had last year, wanted to get his contract redone, was a hold-in for the Dolphins. They did get it done. Congratulations and compromise on both sides did get it done. How happy is he to be a Dolphin with his new deal? Uh, It's really just a one-year improvement of the deal. I don't think this is a final destination. Um, so I think he's alleviated. Now the question is, you know, is he a Dolphin long term, or is this just something to get us to the trade deadline or to the to uh, the off season where he just traded during the draft? Um, Xavier's contract needs to be altered and fixed. He's making twelve million dollars a year, um, and right now elite players in the NFL are making seventeen million dollars a year. Um, if he has another dynamic season like he had last year. I'm pretty sure it'll be fixed. If he doesn't, um, then then we'll probably continue to play this dance that we do uh, in terms of you know how how will we address Xavier Howard's situation, whether or not he'll have phantom injuries and and not practice. So it, you know this is this is the new NFL where players push for power and influence and control. Um, but when you're the 17th player in the league, you can you can do that. Yeah, you should flex your muscles when you come off the kind of season that he had, and they did got a yeah. good compromise done. How good is their secondary going to be with him, Byron Jones, and a couple of guys that your ex-New England coach, now head coach of Miami, said, I'm familiar with these guys, Eric Rowe and uh, Jason McCourty at safety. How good is the secondary going to be? Uh, I think it's probably going to be as good as last year where they led the league in, in turnovers. They were really the – the catalyst that that allowed this to be a top six defense in the league, yep. um, and I don't see that changing, especially if they can get a little bit more of a pass rush. So uh, I definitely expect them to be as good, if not better, than they were last year. If I asked you, give me one Dolphin player not named Tua Tagovailoa who is going to have a breakout year this year, who would it be? Uh, probably be Albert Wilson, um, top playmaker the first week of training camp. Uh, he's a guy who, before a hip injury in 2018, uh, he was leading the league in yards after contact. Uh, big play producer. Um, you know, uh, I, I think he could have a dynamic season if he can stay healthy. And right now he's sidelined with a, a minor injury. Very uh, interesting. I, I was hoping you went Christian Wilkins because he was the guy I talked up. No, uh, no, no, no. You don't think so, play. huh? No, nah, Chris is just a guy. Okay, I'm disappointed because I thought he had a chance to be a difference maker on that defensive line, yeah. and he hasn't nah. been yet, and I was hoping this year was the year. You tell me no, no we'll have to keep an eye on that. Uh, yeah. We are talking to Omar Kelly, who covers the entire National Football League for the Florida Sun Sentinel. We'll uh, uh, spread out from Miami uh, and go to the rest of that division. Buffalo Bills will look very good in their two preseason games. They certainly are the favorite in that division this year. Um, the Dolphins finished second and just missed out on the playoffs, and that is certainly their goal this year. Realistically, can they catch Buffalo this season in your mind? I don't think so. I think the quarterback is the difference maker, and I think he's probably one of the top three or four quarterbacks in the league right now. Um, you know, something's got to be the equalizer. 
whether Tua, you know, elevates his level of play or the Dolphins just have a, a stingy dominant defense or they establish a physical rushing attack. Uh, Buffalo's also a young team, and they're still growing and training upwards. But you never know how injuries are going to factor in. Maybe they lose Stephon Diggs. Maybe something happens to um, their little slot receiver. I can't remember his name right now. Um, but oh, yeah, uh, the, no. you mean the anti-vax guy, Paul Cole Beasley? Yeah. Is that yeah. you know I, I his his, his name is on everybody's lips these days? Yeah, I hate when people say the you know the anti-vax guys. If if you know, while I am vaccinated and I believe in vaccines, if a guy doesn't want to get vaccinated, he doesn't have to get vaccinated. We shouldn't sit here and and turn our nose up at it. And I'll give you a perfect example: uh, Miami's entire receiving room, I mean tight end room. Uh, they got popped for COVID. The position coach, who happens to be the co-offensive coordinator, he got popped for COVID. Five guys are out with COVID. And, and you know who the one that, that didn't catch COVID uh, was? The anti-vaxxer, Adam Shaheen. And everybody blamed him for the outbreak spread. But you, lo and behold, he's the one who did not have COVID. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I, we are, and trust me, my wife is in the medical field. We are figuring things out. As we go with COVID, so to take these stances on some like the anti-vacciner, you know, it's not healthy because we don't, we all don't know. We don't know about the antibodies. We don't know about how long these, you know, COVID stays in people's system. We don't know about whether or not you need a booster shot after six months or not. We're all figuring this out. Um, but to, to sit here and, and label people athletes anti-vaxxers, you know, it's, it's kind of an unhealthy approach. Okay, well, I'll defend my position here. Um, I'll tell you who I'll tell you who I believe believes that they know the NFL. They put protocols in place. They put yes. certain rules in place and made it more. Well, now come on, hold on a second. I let you make your speech. Now let me make mine. The NFL has put their rules in place. If you have been vaccinated, it certainly is easier for you to participate and be in drills and be in rooms and sit right next to your teammates. Whereas if you choose not to, and it is, you're right, your choice completely correct, it's just going to be more difficult for you to be a member of the team this year. That's The NFL has set those standards. Not me, not you, not anybody else. The NFL yeah. has put those rules in place. So then you, if you're a member of the team, you have to live by them and or around them. And if you choose to live around them, and it's because you chose not to get the vaccine, I don't think that's unfair to point that out. If they, made it, they made it harder, not because of safety, but because of their $11 billion business that they wanted to protect the interests of their $11 billion business. Don't think this is about health and lives with the NFL. This is about money. And, yes, here's the thing about what's going on right now. Whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, you have just as much a chance of catching COVID, especially with this new variant, and spreading COVID. Just the same equal amount of chances. Now, what what happens so you, is— you So you, you believe the vaccine has— it does no good whatsoever. No, no, you no, think no, no. that it's a what, net what, zero. No, what I'm saying is it's just like the way it's been put to me is it's just like a snake. Do you want to do you want to be bitten by a poisonous snake or do you want to be bitten by a snake without venom in it? The snake without venom in it is that the people who take the vaccine. It prevents you from getting as sick. Now, you could still spread COVID um, and that vaccines are very important because it improves your chances of not having to be hospitalized. That's what's very important, right. and that's why it's important for people to get vaccines. But on, on this level, I'll give you a perfect example. Lamar Jackson, who has not taken a vaccine. Lamar Jackson's now caught COVID three times. 
do you think he doesn't have the antibodies for COVID? He does because he's had COVID. He's been, he's been suspended for COVID three times. Now, the NFL is trying to force his hand to take the vaccine, as they should, because it's an $11 billion business, and they're trying to take their interest. They're, they're trying to you know, protect their interest in the $11 billion business. We don't know what, what Lamar Jackson's motivation or beliefs or thoughts are towards not taking the vaccine, but he has every single right to. If he wants to make his life harder, which he is, by not taking the vaccine, that's his personal prerogative. And I don't think it's fair for people to say, hey, you've caught COVID three times and yet you're still not taking a vaccine, you selfish bastard. You know, I don't think that's fair for people to say because everybody has a right to do whatever's in their own best interest. There are people who are now fighting against kids going to school with masks, even though I promise you schools are going to be the biggest schools are going to create the biggest jump in, in the COVID spread in the history of humankind, and yet people don't want to say, hey, it's important for kids to go to school with masks. Okay, all right, cool. Don't want these, these, these things forced upon you, no problem. But you understand you're going to suffer the consequences, and maybe you're not going to die because your kid comes home with COVID and spreads it, but maybe grandma is. I understand what you're saying, and I appreciate it, and I agree with about 90% about, of it. The one thing that I, I, I think needs to be factored in as well is Lamar Jackson can make his own decisions. If he wants to deal with the ramifications, the repercussions of his decision not to get vaccinated, you are 100% right. That's his call, and there's nothing that the NFL could do about it. The union is strong. They're not going to be dictated to and be mandated by. Here's the problem that I have. It affects the rest of your team. When you make the decision not to get vaccinated, yes, you are deciding so for yourself. But you're also, as the starting quarterback of that team, having an effect yep. on your 52 teammates. And you if you choose not to get vaccinated, just know that you've got to take that on your shoulders as well. That you could have an adverse effect on the rest of your team, too. You're right. And I agree with you. And I think it would be so much easier for Lamar Jackson to, to get vaccinated because literally if there's an outbreak on his team, he's going to be out for a couple of games because he's Correct. not vaccinated. He's going to be. He's going to have to prove, I forget how many amounts of, of, of COVID negative tests, but you know, these are, these, this is just, you know, these are, he, he, he has strong motivation. He has strong feelings towards why he's doing what he's doing. We don't know what they are. He's not sharing them. And I, I you know, and whether or not, you know, at some point, you have to feel like the team element is going to motivate him to, to you know, sort of, sort of comply. But then again, who do not believe in complying? I mean, if, this is a political issue primarily because people don't believe in complying. If he didn't uh, get it at this point, I would doubt highly he's going to get it going forward. That's just a guess. Hey, Omar, um, now that we've had this great discussion about uh, vaccinated, non-vax, whatever else, uh, we ran out of time, but I want to now i got to go shoot right to the last page of the book. Who are the two favorites to go to the Super Bowl, AFC, NFC? Um, I'm actually going to go with a repeat of the uh, Super Bowl last year. Kansas yeah, City, I, don't, I think it's hard for people to see around them. Yeah, I think I don't Seattle is really Seattle's a pretender for the last few years. Team in the NFC that's really going to challenge Tampa Bay. I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, it's it's boring as all get out, but then again, we haven't had a repeat Super Bowl since back yeah. in the 90s when the Bills and Cowboys went back to back years. Expect.
Black Lives outcome, did we? So uh, I don't know if it's going to be as boring as you think it is. Uh, let's if, if to repeat, it's it, it starts at a boring note, but it could turn into maybe the greatest Super Bowl of all time. We'll have to wait and see when we get to February. I plan on having you on well before that, Omar. Thanks for coming on with us tonight. Good job. No problem. Thanks. My pleasure. Omar Kelly, NFL columnist for the Florida Sun Sent. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.